What's up, everybody? Happy fucking Thursday, a Friday Eve edition of the show. Ugh. And um, tonight we're kind of start, starting, uh, today, it's tonight, whatever you guys are listening, um, starting the day off with a little bit of a somber, um, yeah, some somber news. So it was announced yesterday that um, the lead singer of Black Dahlia Murder, uh, Trevor Strand, has passed away. Um, no announcement really as far as what the cause of death was. However, in the Instagram post that was posted by Black Dahlia Murder, they attached the suicide prevention hotline to it. So as of right now, the assumption is it was suicide, um, but nothing's been confirmed. However, that's one of the things that we talk about most here is suicide, um, especially in the metal world and it's one of those things that hits harder and harder and harder every time it happens, you know, whether it's Chester, whether it's Chris Cornell, whether it's it's now it's Trevor, you know, there's been so many in, you know, the last five, six years in our community, um, more than I'm willing to admit, and it just get it doesn't get it any easier. So again, guys, if you guys know anybody or yourself are struggling with thoughts of, of harming yourself or of suicide, please call the National uh, Suicide Support Helpline at one 800 273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. And today, instead of kicking off the show with our normal intro music, we're going to go ahead and kick off the show with a song by Black Dahlia Murder in honor of Trevor Strand. Rest in peace, buddy. Here is Nightbringers by the Black Dahlia Murder.
and welcome everybody to the dark side of music. I am the great and powerful king of kings, emperor of all that is awesome, Derek. How the hell are you doing today on this beautiful February, excuse me, February, what the fuck is wrong with me? May 12th of the year that is, 2020 part two. How the hell are you guys doing today? Um, not exactly the best way of starting off a show, I hate doing that. Um, it's not exactly the way I wanted it to be, um, and I'm sure nobody wanted it to be that way either. But again, Trevor Strand, rest in peace, bud. Um, hopefully you're no longer in pain. But guys, again, 1-800-273-8255 if you are struggling. It's too... We can't lose anybody else this year. That's all I'm going to say. But tonight, guys, I've got a great band for you. Um, a band by the name of Awake At Last. And they just released a new single uh, called Bloodline, which we'll play toward the end of the show. And they also got an amazing uh, tour coming up, kicking off in June with Icon for Hire. So they got a bunch of good shit coming on. We'll talk about all that and more once we get back from listening to a little bit of Awake at Last. So here is Welcome to Life by Awake at Last. Say we only live one life, but we've 
Welcome to life by Awake at Last. Now let's go ahead and bring two of the boys on from the band and have a nice chat. So here are Eric and Vincent of Awake at Last. Hey, what's going on? Not much, guys. How, How guys the hell doing? are you? You know what? Good, man. Good, man. <clears throat> not too bad for a Wednesday. You know, not too shabby. Could be worse. You know, could be worse. How the hell are you guys that. doing? So far, we've been okay. It was really sad to hear about um about Suicide Silence and their singer. That was a bummer. You mean Black Dahlia Murder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez, Black Dahlia Murder. Ugh. Well, suicide is you know it's gonna yeah it it's it throws people off but yeah yeah um, it totally threw my brain off no that's fine um but no it's a it's a it's something that unfortunately in the music world we deal with all the time and that is a sad sad fact um I hate talking about it I hate having to admit that I've been there myself um but at the same time you know it brings us to a place where it, we where it's for, where we were forced to talk about it and yeah. you know hopefully help somebody from talking them down you know one of my biggest fears um when it comes to suicide from a whether it be a musician or an actor or somebody of high profile fame um whenever that happens i'm always afraid that people will glorify it and make it seem okay because everyone's talking about it everybody's doing this everyone's doing that and then all of a sudden it's like oh well he did it so can i or she did it so can i and i'm always even though that's not really ever been the case and it's just my bipolar brain always making the worst out of situations that's just the first thing i always go towards and it's like i hope we just never have to talk about it again because you know it's not a reality what I'm talking about or what I fear, but at the same time, right. it's, it, it, it could be one day. And at the same time, I just don't want to talk about suicide anymore. We're losing yeah. too many good damn people. You're not wrong, my friend. Too many good ones. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, we got enough bullshit in the world to deal with, whether it be COVID, the war, you know, the fucking attack on abortion and women's rights and LGBTQ rights and, this and that we got so much other shit to worry about but the thing right. about it is at the end of the day whether it's covid whether it's lgbtq rights whether it's women's rights or the war or this or that there's one central theme of along with all of them because it all comes stems down to mental health as well because that level of insanity that we're having to deal with only adds to our level of stress and our mental health that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So very true. Even though we're, you know, we're dealing with that. We're also have the side effect of that as well, which is people's mental health. And it's not right. My girlfriend's mm -hmm. been a fucking wreck for the last week and a half because of this bullshit. Um, and it's like, you know, it's not right that we're having to, to see this. It's 20 fucking 22. When did we regress back to the, the 1920s, really? Yeah, it's been a wild couple years, man. I, I, I'm hoping, and I'm, I, I always try to stay optimistic about like how things are going to develop. Like, I want to 
you know, get back to a, a sense of normalcy, but it just seems like every time I think that like one problem or one thing starts to quiet down, something else just completely out of nowhere kind of kind of shows back up. And, you know, it is messed up because it's got a lot of people stressed out, man. You know, you know, I got a lot of friends who are females who are going through the same thing. Like everyone's stressed out about it. And, you know, it is crazy to think that like after all this progress we've made, you know, it just doesn't make much sense to go backwards. Like you said, just, I, I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, in some way, shape or form, it doesn't go that way. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm you know, so, people's voices are being heard. People are speaking out about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> my, uh, it's just crazy to think about. It is. Man. Cause my girlfriend the other day was like, you know, I think we're just one step away from handmaid's tale. And I'm like, Oh, that's scary as shit. No, you know, dude. I'm like, that is a hard show to get through. Oh my god, I, I you know, I haven't watched it. She has, but I, I don't. After she explained it to me, because like, I, I no, uh, it's tough, man. <laughs> it is a tough show to get through, man. Yeah, I'm glad I haven't watched it. That would just make me more angry. But it's they like yeah, give I you hope. Seen it yet. Yeah, dude, they like give you hope, and then they just take it away from you. <laughs> every 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 cliffhanger, you're like, oh wait, wait, maybe, and they're like, no. Okay, so it's. Yeah. It's very similar to real life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, you're, 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 Kinda. you're not wrong there yeah. about that. Every every single time uh, there's a little bit of hope, it just seems like something goes away. But, I mean, we just have to keep on trying to stay positive and, and pushing people into the right direction. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, absolutely. and figure out what helps us. And, and the thing about it is what helps us, people on this show that are talking right now, the three of us, obviously, and then the forty to 50,000 that listen to this on a daily basis, the one thing that we're, we all communicate through is music. You know, and that's the biggest thing that we have that connects us, is music. Um, Absolutely. And it's the last form of magic that exists in the world. It, it transcends everything. You know, it's the one thing where it is universally understood that, no, like, I can't even put it into words. You go and watch a television show made in France here in America, it's going to be subtitled, mm -hmm. you know, or they're going to um, overdub it and make it look weird and, you know, whatever. Same thing with movies and other things like that. Music is the only thing in the entire world where people, regardless of their culture, regardless of their native language, they will go out of their way to learn the original words and then might not even know what the fuck they're saying, but they still right. learn the original words. So therefore, when they go see that, that band in concert or that person in concert, they can sing the lyrics back to them in their native language. Go and That's watch true. any show in Russia. Go and sh watch any show in Germany, Italy, Sweden, wherever. And if there's an American band there, they're singing those lyrics back into, um, in, in English. Um, you know, and vice versa, you know, you know, it's one of those things that just happens, and it's such a beautiful thing. It transcends everything. Yeah, and man, it's the universal language. It really is. And now that we have music back, um, you know, in ways that we didn't have the last two years, you know, we're about a week and a half away. No, we're exactly a week away from Welcome to Rockville kicking off um, next, right. Thurs next Thursday. And then a month after that, we've got Louder Than Life, and then, excuse me, Incarceration. And a month after that, we got Louder Than Life. Then after that, we've got Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and then we've got um, Aftershock, and then we got this, and then we got that, and then we got this. It's so much going on this year. 
I did see the Louder Than Life uh, lineup. It looks pretty awesome, man. Seems like a really good, good, good jam to be at. All of them look amazing. Yeah, it all, all of them look so amazing. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Rockville has Kiss, Guns N' Roses, Corn, and Nine Inch Nails as their headliners. Crazy. What? I want to see Kiss, man. You know those dudes probably still yeah. go go hard, dude. <sighs> Now's the time. Yeah, well, they're they're they've been on their last tour for a couple of years now, but you, right. you, you never know when you're gonna the last time you're gonna see. That was Kiss. like the first yeah. band my dad introduced me to was Kiss. It was Detroit Rock City. I'll never forget. It was uh Destroyer, the Destroyer album. Yeah, and that was like one of the first ones I shared. I was like, man, it'd be really cool to see them live one day. Nine Inch Nails too. This is legendary status, man. Just freaking insane songwriting i've never been a big fan of nine inch nails no it, it certainly has no. it's an it's certainly an acquired taste but you know when i was like dark moody gothy kid back in the day it was like it was good for me yeah i mean in the what was it mid to early 90s i can't remember when it was um the first like metal song i ever really heard outside of like Metallica um mm -hmm. was closer right and I remember my mom walking in and I had it on my little tape deck she heard it she goes what in the ever-living fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I have no idea <laughs> and <That's> awesome. uh, <clears throat> I mean that was that was kind of like I said my outside of Metallica that was kind of like my introduction uh, introduction to real metal and uh right. But I was just never outside of like you know, a few songs here and there. I was never really the biggest Nine Inch Nails fans. Yeah, but it's but it's yeah, cool for people who are still are, and you know, Trent Reznor's gonna you know gonna beat some ass next weekend. I'm, and yeah, I'm just excited to see, like you said, just stuff starting to come back. Man, it's been a long couple years, bro. It's you know we've been we've been waiting like patiently, you know. We just wrote and wrote and wrote and got everything down that we could to try and like get ready for for this moment for this time. You know, what I mean, like we we got a lot to say, and I can't wait to get out there and say it. Yeah, it's very inspiring to see like live shows coming back. I'm I'm going out and seeing. I've seen a few since it's been back, and it's just like wow, it's mm -hmm. like incredible that feeling you get of like seeing you know some of your favorites favorite artists playing those songs you like and you just know every single word of them absolutely I, what tour was it it was the the trinity tour i just recently oh, saw with uh so Ice so blackville emotionless it was incredible yeah dude those guys are moving mountains man i yeah i'm so stoked to see those guys ascend who which one of the three uh mainly um, ice nine my, mainly yeah, ice nine that's like our homies you know i love ice nine i love ricky i love you know joe i love spencer they're all you know we we got when we got a chance to tour with them in 2019 it was like right before the pandemic went down it was the greatest tour we'd ever been on i loved it their crew i don't know if you ever get a chance but if you get a chance to meet ice nine's crew they are just no i haven't gold. Had, i haven't had a the, they're gold yeah, i have not had the opportunity yet they're just um, a great they're just a great project man they, they do everything really well they I'm, are i mean know. i've seen them countless times i even saw them with you guys in 2019 um, nice yes so um it was yeah they're fucking phenomenal yep. um the their ascension from just obscurity was mm. just absolutely amazing 
with what they and did it's crazy with, dude they were a band for a long time like before it even like 15 years really popped off yeah man that, that's about right they 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 were they were putting in work man they went through so many different sounds and genres you know like but they Start finally locked in band. and yeah right <laughs> who would have thought that yeah and then to what happened in 2018 with um the silver scream mm-hmm. shit I mean, that's when the whole game changed. Everything oh, changed for them. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The that first awesome. time I saw them um, live in concert was 2018. It was uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, they were opening up for a Treyu, and I believe it was Memphis May Fire. Oh, I was there. Nice. Yeah. Was, was that, that in Baltimore? It was in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. At the yeah, Baltimore Soundstage. <laughs> exactly. I was like. Yeah, I was like, okay, Thanksgiving, it could be, and then it's like Memphis Mayfire, Trey. Yeah, I was there. I was, yep, I was. That was the day before Thanksgiving. Yep, I was there for that one. I'm sad <laughs> I missed that one. I loved a Trey. You growing up too? That was a really. That was one oh, of my big bands I'm, when I was younger. I'm actually seeing a Trey you on uh in May on the 29th with uh it's what is it? Nothing more. Asking. What? I'm really excited Where? for that one too. Are you going? Huh? Which one are you gonna be? Where at? at? Uh, Reading. PA. Oh, so yeah, I'm gonna be on the 25th. I'm gonna be there at in Silver Springs. Send me a ticket link. I might, I might join you. I might go, I might go hang out with you unless it's already sold out. Uh, I don't, no, I don't think it's sold out. No. Oh, all right, I might have to hit that one up too. Then shoot, we'll still be running May. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be doing the May 25th with um, in Silver Springs at the four at the uh, the Fillmore. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I love the Fillmore. I actually saw him at the Fillmore, but it was like their last tour ever before they like finally like called it. You know, I think Vil Valo is doing his own thing now, but uh, I saw them like uh, at the Fillmore. It was one of their last concerts ever. It was really good. They're still they were a good band, man. I don't care what anybody says. Those guys are tight. I was never tight, man. They, I couldn't get into them. They were like the cool thing for a long time for the emo and alt crowd, and I. They they were not my favorite. I went at the behest of a friend of mine, but I was really impressed because I thought it was going to be just kind of like cliche, you know, like what I assumed it would be like. But the band itself was like crazy tight. And like at one point, Bill, the singer, had to like go do something. And they did like a freestyle jazz jam for like 25 minutes. And I was just like, wow, like these dudes are like <laughs> crazy good. Like, yeah, like they 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 make them different over there, man. They're, they're I know, I know what we're going to have to do at rehearsals for this Right. Yeah, we got to get some, a some jazz set. fusion. <laughs> that would be so <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, the the whole cliche thing was how I felt about Blackville Brides. Mm. When I first heard them, fuck, 2011, 2012, um, somewhere around there. You know, they were still dressing super goth and they were still dressing oh, yeah. the way they used to dress with their dresses and shit like that. Um, and they've changed completely. But, you know, everyone was always like, I mean, they're they're too, you know, they, they're too gimmicky. They're too gimmicky. They're too gimmicky. And right, then right. and then I heard in the end and I was like, OK, this is not a gimmicky yeah. song. 
and then, that's what i got into as well yeah that th- that record was actually the first one that i really listened to where i was like man they, honestly like kind of stuff he's saying like even the little conceptual bits i was like this is actually really good like you know, there's like that kind of like inside all of us is the kingdom of god and he's like doing these cool little speech things i was like oh shit all right black pale i see yeah. you guys they're they're like so far beyond the like let's wear all white and like let's do this or let's wear all black and let's do this like they're definitely like getting conceptual i think they like did like some graphic novel shit you yep. know what i mean like that's they're actually doing some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, that's another part of it, too, that is I, I'm loving. So we'll, we'll, I want to talk more about that because you brought it up. Um, and I'm, I really want to dive into that because I haven't talked much about that part of music lately. But I want to talk about what you just mentioned, the, the graphic novels. And I want to talk more about mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm loving how this, this conversation started off very dark. And now we're going into the happy music talk. We're going to talk more about this. But um, Music brings happiness. It does. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick music break and play some more Wicked Last. Here is their song, Unobtainable.
was unattainable by Awake at Last. Let's go ahead and bring the boys back on for more of our conversation. We're back. We're, We're back. back. What's up? <laughs> I'm What's good, up? man. Um, so before you went to break, you mentioned, uh, Vincent, that uh, the whole graphic novel thing. Yes, so concepts and stuff, man. Like, you know, our record, The Change, was kind of a concept, and I always thought of how cool it would be to have, like, a graphic novel or something. It's definitely on my to-do list. It's on my, like, bucket list as an artist of things to put out one day, and I think I would really like to do it myself. Yeah, so... Like, have a whole story, you know? That is, like, one of my favorite things about music. Um, Is that you... Is that... If that's something that you want to do, you can do it. You know, Coheed and Cambria and... September morning have been doing it for fucking ever. Um, yep. And then the last year, Beartooth came out with a graphic novel. Um, even, um, ah, uh, shit. Uh, someone else has come out with one too. I think Ice Nine did. Ice Nine did? They did. Yeah. Yes, they 100% did. Um, and then also, um, Spirit Box did it as well. Oh. Our bassist Drew's probably got a hold of that. He's a big Spirit Box <laughs> yeah. fan. He so loves Spirit Box. That is, you know, whether it's you know doing a draw, uh, a, you know, a graphic novel tie-in or just doing a concept album, that is something that is, I believe, it's a lost art. You know, um, I talked to uh, Elias of um, Nonpoint a couple weeks ago. Their next album that they're gonna do, and they've been together for now twenty-five years. Their next album is going to be a concept album. And they've never done one before. But he's like, you know what? It's now or never. And so I love that because it kind of brings back something that we haven't had in a long time. And that's the art of listening to track one, track two, track three, track four, and sequential order instead of this playlist bullshit that has been around. And, you know, I, I... I can't take anything away from it because it works. But at the same time, there's nothing better than listening to a Coheed album cover to cover or a September morning album cover to cover because you know what you're going to get. You're going to get that story. You're going to get that that feeling. And it's like, yes. I 1,000% yeah. agree, man. I love that stuff so much. Like uh, like I said, even the change, which is uh, the unobtainable and welcome life we're about that. That's why they seem kind of theatrical. As I I wrote it like a concept, so if you listen to it from the beginning till the end, it actually goes through. It's kind of like a movie. Mm. Um, but I love stuff like that. Now I get a lot of that that in influence from like Coheed and stuff. Like Coheed was probably a, a big one of why I wanted to get into some stuff like that. But I agree, man. Like like I don't get me wrong. I, I love the playlist vibe too, and I and I love I love that music is so accessible now. But like there is nothing more satisfying than getting from the beginning of a record to the end of a record and it all being tied up nicely with like a a nice like beginning middle and end you know what i mean it's just like the, that ancient art of storytelling like yep. in its newest form you know and but you know dude i mean people's uh, attention spans are so short now so you know maybe we need to like put out more albums like that to like 
get people to sit down you know like back in our parents days they used to put a record on and just chill for hours hours to that record yeah. like from yeah. cover to cover like these days just like oh i'll listen to it for about two minutes or 30 seconds 90 seconds and then like yeah. oh here's another song I, or you know I, the 75 mile per hour finger flick up your freaking you know home screen of all the other stuff that's happening it's like banners and songs and people like you know it's just yeah. crazy yes i miss the days of uh albums and 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 i mean of course we still have albums and bands always still do them but uh it's usually like their singles that kind of get heard and a lot of people miss the album and i really feel like you can really grasp the band so much better when you really dig into their album i mean a lot of times uh, you know these singles that are geared for playlisting it's kind of kind of like a, a formula abc mm formula and albums just they just dig into the songs that the artists are really feeling that you know maybe maybe other people are, are you know their managers or whatnot are, are telling them no we need a this type of song but like you've got the album in it, it it's mm. like what the the artists you know their blood sweat and tears are are really it's like my actual opinion. vision given form you know what i mean like yeah. I, I i agree I, I love that man yeah, for me, it's like if I'm listening, you know, if I just tell my Amazon um, she name that I'm not going to say because she'll start talking to me. Um, <laughs> if I, you know, just you know, tell her to play my soundtrack or just play a random playlist, I'm okay with that because that's what I expect. But right. if I'm, if all of a sudden the song off of a concept album comes on, it's like, stop what I'm doing. I want to listen to that whole album cover to cover. So I know in my heart that if I if I'm listening to a, a my, you know a playlist and all of a sudden Welcome Home comes on, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna as soon as I hear that, dun, 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 and I'm like, okay, done. Stop what you're doing. Okay, uh, you know, hey you, play you know, go ahead in the Cambria, Cambria, good Apollo. Please just yep. play that whole fucking album. And you have to play it from the beginning, so you get that whole like symphony orchestra the, thing right from in the beginning. From keeping the where blade, they, like, do the whole yeah, yeah. Oh, keeping the so blade, good. and then um, what's the next one on that one? Always and never, and then yeah, you know, um, then welcome home, and then just that lead into everything else, and that's so that's how it's supposed to be, um, you know. Still or, one of the greatest guitar solo duels, like. And a lot of songs I listen to that that guitar solo duel in Welcome Home is so iconic to me. Like it, it is. is just so good. Yeah, and and that album, as awesome as iconic as it is, it's not even my favorite um, Coheed um, album. What's your favorite? The one that came out within twenty eighteen, um, Unheavenly Creatures. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, I was going to say Good Apollo is definitely one of my tops. I really did like the Afterman, though. And I like I got like the deluxe edition and stuff. I really liked the way that one came out. But yeah, I didn't get I didn't, didn't get too in too much into that one. I'll have to get that one to listen. Yeah. Good. Uh, man, Unheavenly Creatures is a great fucking album. I mean, it's just front to back. Just boom. And the new one that's supposed to be coming out this, later this year is a follow-up to that, and it's... Because they, they introduced a new character um, in Vaxus, um, who is, like, a godly-type character. Um, and um, they kind of mentioned him, but didn't really kind of go into it. They just introduced him. Right. And um, and now they're, this whole next album is about centered around him and how things are going to kind of go from there. Interesting. So cool, I'm going to have to look into that. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah, and see, that's what's cool about it. You know, we can sit there and say, oh, they're introducing a new character in a, in a mm-hmm. music video, in a music song, in an album? What? I'm like, a, so I'm like a super big, like, Dungeons and Dragons guy. Like, so uh, when it comes to, like, storytelling and characters and stuff like that, that is, like, all it takes to hook me on something, man. Like, as soon as you're, like, if I know that, like, even Vaxxus sounds like some badass, like, archangel, like, boss from a <laughs> fighter. I'm like, yo, I could totally, like, I've already got ideas popping off in the back of my head, you know? Yeah, I mean it's it's that's just how it needs to be because again it, it it draws people in because right. yeah because I mean that's one thing about it too is you know Coheed especially they do the five four four five six minute songs consistently it's not just every once in a while so already they don't fit into that playlist mentality. You know, True. you would be surprised, or maybe you wouldn't be surprised, that I would say probably half of the bands I've had on this show in two years, so close to 100, maybe 150 of them, 150 of those bands, either are, aren't fans or have never even heard of Coheed. Wow, that's hard to believe. It's always been woven into our story. Like even when Eric and I were kids, like first starting the band, Kohi was already like in our CD players and stuff. So it was always there. Yeah. And keeping secrets of Silent Earth, man. Dude, the final call, the final or the final curtain call song at the end is the most like epic. Ah, that's crazy to think that so many people haven't heard of them. But you know, they're starting to like. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, uh, but they now even, I need like, to listen funny, to some Gohi. Damn it! Because they're like they like dig into like the TikTok thing a little bit, and they'll like they'll like duet people who are just like you know what's a band I've never heard of or that I think more people should have heard of. Coheed, and you'll just see the guys from Coheed like nodding along, like they're they're starting to just kind of like have fun with it now that they yeah. are this mysterious kind of obscure band, you know. But they're not. I mean, I, I know to us it's not. I I've saw been following them, them for a while. Two, was it two, three years ago? Three years ago, opening they were, they you know they had behemoth. Was it behemoth? No, it was um who was it? Shit in Baltimore. Um, weren't didn't they do something with the used or is that something that's coming up? I think that's something coming no, that's... up. Oh, okay. They were they had um, fuck who was it? In twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? It wasn't. I could be very wrong, but it's not. It wasn't with Circa, was it? No. Circa survive. Oh, that would blow people's minds. No, it was. It wasn't Behemoth. I can't remember who it was, but I mean they've had some huge ass bands opening for them, and you know it's it's funny that a lot of people will be like, oh, I, I know that band, but I've never heard of Coheed. It's like how right. could you have never heard of Coheed? And, and then you play them, you know, you'll play them, um, maybe good a good Apollo, um, you know, you'll or you'll play them. You know, welcome home, and they're like, "Oh, I've heard of this band." And then you're like, "Then they're like, this never jumped into them." But um, they heard them, and they heard them on Rock Band, the yeah. old uh, the old Guitar Hero game mm-hmm. that, that had Welcome Home in it. I forgot that 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 yeah, yeah. But it, it's again, it's what they do, and a lot of other bands. I mean, even Shinedown got in on the whole. You know, let's do a concept album. Right. Um, Attention, attention was a, a concept album, um, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things where it's like it's so perfect because it just 
it draws people in and yeah their attention span is the two one minute two minute tiktoks but at the yeah. same time we've got to change that because we got to get back agree, to what man. it was man Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I, I'm I'm 1,000% there. You know, we, we've got a few EPs and stuff that we even put out, like, before the change, where, like, I always thought conceptually, like, Eric will tell you, because we, like, you know, we, we started it back in the day. I always had these little con- concepts, and if you actually listen to, like, earlier depictions of the band and you get to the newer stuff you'll hear little callbacks to like old songs and stuff that i'll do sometimes that are all like kind of woven into the same strange like fantastical story in my own head it's all crazy and cycles through stuff i i think that i i more bands should do it and i can't wait to see how many more start to like really get to express themselves in that way it's gonna be awesome well i mean the thing about it is you guys are storytellers um absolutely whether you're telling an individual story inside of one song or you're interweaving a whole album together, or maybe even a string of albums together, you know, and doing a a dual release, you know, like what um, Stone Sour did a few years back with House of Golden Bones 1 and House of Golden Bones 2. Or, you know, what uh, fucking Guns N' Roses did with Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 back in the day. You know, however you want to do it, um, that's all great. But it again it, it it needs to again i think that's a missing piece of the art not enough bands are doing it now i don't want every band to do it because that would make it null and void but again i think it's it's so important because it, it's just so artistic and when you can do it the right way and then people to go out on stage and put together a, a concert based on two or three or four concept albums and still be able to tell a story, mm-hmm. you know, and not do the entire album, whatever the case might be, that's even, like, more magical. And it's right. so amazing to be able to do. Heck yeah, man. And it was Mastodon. Mastodon oh, and Coheed and Cambria. You know, when you said Behemoth, <laughs> when you said Behemoth, I was thinking in my house, like, could it be Mastodon? Like, because I was like, that sounds like a Behemoth, but I, I didn't want to be wrong. So I was like, nah, let me not. It was Mastodon. But, but yeah, I, it was. I, I, was, I, was, I was wondering. I must have heard it, too. I must have seen something about it. So, heck yeah. But, yeah, so they opened up for Coheed. I think it was 2019. But, I nice. mean, um, it's, it's, again, it's just so important um because yeah having a great sound and having catchy lyrics are important to the business as far as like what sells mm-hmm. but the thing about it is it and i think that you know especially the new generation of music fans seem to forget that it's not just about what it sounds like so how does it make you feel right and if it and if it just makes you feel like you want to dance, okay, cool. But is it making you actually feel your feelings? Is it making you cry? Is it making you reflect on your own life? Or is it just again making you want to dance? You know, or right. making you want to just bob your head and it's like, oh, this is so amazing. This is my jam. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people still say that, and I just probably dated myself and made myself feel really fucking old. <laughs> I'm but that's sure fine. Plenty of people, I'm sure plenty of people still say it, my friend. <laughs> Worry not. <laughs> I, I do all say back it. in yeah. my day. 
yeah if i if i if a if a good song song comes on i'll just say oh snap this is a jam and a half and they're like oh snap, i got 20 i have a, this like little 22 year old uh co-worker that works with me at this guitar shop and i uh i'll always say stuff that are like from the 90s and he just always looks at me like it's like it's a completely different world to him man it's so all funny. that they're like, bag of they're chips like, yeah they're like these little cyb- <laughs> they're all like little cyborg people now it's funny yeah, um, I used to mess with my oldest daughter that same way, <laughs> say a lot of these things, or take their their new hip language and use it against them. That pisses oh, them yeah. the fuck off. That's lit. It's the, oh, this is fire. <laughs> like yo, that's fire. It's busting, yo. Bro. It's busting. Is it? My eleven year old will always be like, Dad, this is bussin'. I'm like, was it bussin' or is it bussin' bussin'? <laughs> my favorite my favorite is uh my favorite is yo, that song slaps. That's my favorite new one that I hear. So I was like, That's- yo, that song slaps, bro. It, it's like it's, wow. If it slaps, that that means you know it's good. That means yeah, that means and you it know you're hard. killing it. Yeah. It, it, you got you got you need those bass swells that, that come in and out if you want something to slap. It's like it's the difference between this idea is cool or this idea slaps. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the best way to, to put it there, man. Yeah, I mean, back in my back in my day, it was you know that's sick, man. That was fucking sick. And now we it's like, say, yeah. Do we say still well, say sick? Yeah. How old are you? Yeah, I'm forty. Forty. Okay, so I'm a little bit younger. I'm, I'm, but I, I'm, I'm getting up there a little bit. I'm, I'm in my thirties, so we, we still say sick, bro. I'm always I still like, say Yo, this riff. Yeah, I'll send a riff to, to someone and be like, yo, this riff is sick, bro. Like, we got to use that riff. <laughs> okay, so, we're, okay, see, we're we're still older millennials. So, we, mm-hmm. you know, us saying sick is still okay. Yeah, I got, I think I, I got social media when I was like 16 or 17 years old. And I remember it was like a whole different world back then, man. It's a weird time. Fucking MySpace. It's crazy. To see how fast things have progressed, though, it honestly blows my mind. And you see, like, people with toddlers and stuff now, and, like, toddlers are already working, taking pictures on, like, tablets and stuff. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, we didn't have any of that when we were kids. It was all, like, like I had Ninja Turtles, man. Like, you <laughs> Me know too. What I mean? Like, bro, I had the yeah. blimp and the van. Like, it was it was game on. But it was now he it man is, and Ninja Turtles for me. I'm nowadays, just, these I'm just kiddos glad. are just absorbing information. <laughs> I'm just glad we got uh, GPS before we started touring. I remember in our high school bands, we would have to map quests. To oh, the yeah. God. So <laughs> See, difficult. I, like, I can't, dude, I, can't I remember that. I remember like, that. Questing every, every single route on a tour or what even what happened before map quest. Right. I remember back in the you day, had to follow I follow a map, like an yeah, actual map. Exactly. Know? Or I, I remember back in the day, before you know gps and cell phones you know same thing um i worked one of my first jobs was i was a manager for pizza hut um so i was 18 years old 19 years old and um i was also a delivery driver as well i had to look at the map and remember it <laughs> wow it's like okay oh, yeah, so back then go you here. had to be like in that yeah <laughs> yeah oh yeah this was That's giant nuts. like you know five by you know five foot by five foot square giant map that we would look at as we were walking out the door and be like, if I go here, turn here, turn here, okay. And then <laughs> it's like, That's I'm wild, hoping this is the bro. quickest way. <laughs> I know. Jeez. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, I would get lost. I and if it was two, totally if it was lost. two orders at the same time, you'd have to go, okay. Then from there, I go over here. And then, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. 
that gives me anxiety just thinking about it. I would freak uh, out. For some reason, I was thinking about that today, and it's funny as shit that you were you brought it up because I was like, damn, I was just thinking about that today. No, freak me. But yeah, dude, GPS, GPS was a game changer, man. Yeah, you, you know, you just go on like Google Business Suite, and you can find whatever venue you're playing, and it's just like, ding, you have arrived. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's down to a few minutes. You'll get there like right about the time your phone says you're gonna get there, which is crazy to think about because it's just like. That thing just knows where you're going, bro. It's just taking you there. Yeah, and that's uh, the weird thing about, you know, technology. Um, you can have – I turn my GPS on, on my phone every time I get in the car now. Even right. though I've been to that same place 500 times, I'm still going to turn on the GPS and put it in the coordinates in there because you never know. There might be an accident. There might be this. There might be that. Or hell, same. The dude. the the light pattern is a little bit different today. So taking this route might be a little bit off course, but it's gonna save you one minute. And we're like, oh fuck, it's gonna be one minute earlier. <laughs> Let's fucking go right. this way. <laughs> now, Crazy time. It's amazing what that kind of shit is. And then what really kind of made me feel old this week was the announcement that. Apple is no longer going to be making iPods. Oh, uh, you know, that was a whole era, bro. I yeah. know, but like, once they're done, once they sell out of iPod touches and every all the other versions of iPods, once they're gone, they're gone. So yep. it's like, how you know? I'm thinking about like, man, it's been that long. It has. <laughs> it literally has. And then eventually, like 50 years from now, you'll be going on eBay trying to find the old iPod. <laughs> touch from back in the day yeah it was like it was like now then it's retro you're like yo you still got an ipod touch that's crazy yo we had zooms okay i had a fucking zoom when you had a zoom bro i had a fucking zoom yeah we had zooms okay no that's funny though see i'm not i see i still to this day don't use apple products i i use samsung and everything else i've always used samsung except for my zoom I, I think I got into Apple products because I ended up getting a MacBook Pro because I wanted to get into producing and making music. So it kind of just like everybody had one. So if I wanted to exchange files with people, it was just easier. You know what I yeah. mean? So that that's, I think, when I made the switch. And then once I got the MacBook Pro, I got the iPhone because it was like, oh, they can communicate with each other. And you can, you know, when you're on tour, you're always taking pictures. You just drop them. You do like the drop thing. So, I mean, airdrop. Yeah, it has its it has its vibes, I suppose. See, I will never convert. I will be a Google and Microsoft guy to the day I die. I will drop. I, mean, I will drop shit to my Google Drive and then send it to you through that. Um, I will, you know, we can we can airdrop it as well, but we can only do it to other Android phones um, right. and other stuff like that. I mean, we can do all that kind of stuff, but it's like, nope, I will, nope, I will never convert. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Hey man, I, I will be oh, that yeah, odd like bubble said, color in your inbox. The P, yeah, the PC that I'm on right now is Windows and Microsoft, so I, I feel you on that. That's like more my 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 vibe. I just with the music stuff, I think I just got caught in the Apple the Apple bubble. Yeah, for me, it's as far as like audio goes. I mean, I'm a Adobe guy, so using mm -hmm. Adobe Audition isn't really different from you know Windows to Apple. Um, right, right. You, you know, doing all the different the video effects and all that other shit isn't really change much, but I just, I just, I refuse to support Apple. Understood, friend. <laughs> I uh, well, I was gonna get something different than an iPhone this time, and then I, right at the last minute, I I went with that. <laughs> you wanted to, you wanted to keep all your cloud stuff, so you didn't have to update all your contacts again. 
New he phone, can't. who's this? New phone, who this? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as shit. I see you got a lot of comic book stuff back there, man. You you a comic book guy? I am. Well, I'm wearing a shirt as well. But yeah, yeah I'm. I was I'm say. Yeah, I'm a huge comic book nerd. Awesome. So, I actually so, have you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, saying, so that's why when you said the graphic novel stuff, that really hit home. Oh too. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I totally get. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I never got super into the actual comic of it, but when I was a kid, I used to draw them a lot. I used to draw Spider Man. I used. To, I was like really into it. And then like as an adult, I've gotten into the comics now, and I like to see them. Like I like going to the comic store. But um, you know, and of course, I like the shows and stuff too. Like I, I just recently saw Moon Knight. A lot of people so didn't good. like Moon Knight. I, I thought it was it. okay. I was I like, dude, was this great. is pretty good. Like I'm a big Oscar Isaac fan too, so I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna like it because I like, you know, he's my homie. But he like, you know, his acting in the show dude. was yeah. amazing. Yeah, amazing. Really, he really blew it out of the water, man. And, yeah. and he just his supporting cast was so great. And like, I love how it was like so ridiculous, and they didn't care. Like they didn't try to make it realistic. They were just like fucking you know kaiju guy you know what I mean? like there's just like straight up i'm not gonna i'm trying not to spoil but they're just like they're just like here it is and it's like you know it's a really good it, i just I, I dug it so, no, so but yeah that's cool I, I like stuff like that too man that, that's yeah cool. I, so i picked up like so when my family moved from ohio to florida uh when i was eight years old um i felt like an outcast i was like you know just not feeling you know at all and mm. there was a comic book store next to the Albertsons that we lived near. <laughs> and um, we were going grocery shopping one day. My mom was like, you know, we were getting ready to walk in. We had just moved to Florida. And I see this comic book store. And I was like, Mom, can we go in there before we go into the grocery store? And she's like, sure. And I saw my first comic book. It was, you know, Spider-Man. And I was like, I was like, I, I didn't know what drew me to it at that time. But I was like, I, I got to know. And I picked it up and I was just hooked. And yeah. I've been hooked on the comic books ever since. And That's all it takes. I mean, it was just that one comic book. And it was, he was in a black suit at the time. Because if anyone's a comic book fan, you know that for a while there, he had a long while, for about six years, he had the black suit in the 80s before it mm -hmm. became Venom. But um, I, I was like, everything I'd seen on TV at that point and like knew from like watching television, he always had a red and blue suit. And I'm right. like, why is he wearing a black suit? So then I all of a sudden I had to go back and buy all these back issues. And I'm at eight years old. I'm like, what is going on? But I, I right. felt really connected to Peter Parker. And I was just hooked at that point. And now 30 plus years later, it's just like, fuck, I, I can't get enough. Cannot get enough. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Spider-Man's always been awesome. I like Marvel, too. Marvel's probably the one I lean towards a little bit more than DC. It's more realistic. Yeah, I'm I'm big. I really like Batman though a lot when I was a kid. So Batman's probably my favorite DC character. But I find that I'm, I I just do Marvel a little bit more. Yeah, I would rather read Batman comics than watch Batman movies or TV shows because they've got it wrong so many times, and I'm just done caring. It's true. Yeah, and it's every I try to go into every experience with a with an open mind because I just love the characters and I love the setting. Like I love just Gotham and just you know like if, if DC Comics became GC Comics and it was just Gotham City Comics, I'd still read them. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I just like love that like dark gothic snowy Victorian like post neon Victorian yeah. era that and it's still like a a noir like detective. You know? Yeah. I just love that. That I mean. I did kind of sort of enjoy the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Um, yeah. I, I think they about turned into like a detective. It movie, did, right? but you know? like the first half of it was really good. 
And then the second half of it lost me, and I was not a big fan of how they ended it. And yeah, I think they could have been. Con- yeah, they got a little convoluted. Act two and act three was just like, uh, come mm. on. And, and it lost. Yeah. And, and then the main character, you know, the main, you know, the Riddler kind of became a secondary character toward the end there. It wasn't about yeah. him anymore. I just, it was like, I, I didn't know what was going on, and it, it, mm. it made me lose focus. And I, I'm hoping they do a, a better reboot and you know a, a second movie with this because they just announced a second movie. I don't know, but I, we'll I still love my Marvel. I still love my Marvel. Yeah. <clears throat> Understood, friend. I will always love my Marvel, and that's that's just how it's going to be. Heck yeah. But um so you guys have a um you guys just announced a new tour with Icon for fucking hire. Yes, starting sir. in June. Y'all excited for that? That's that is a bit that's a big one. I'm beyond yeah. excited, man. I, I not only am I excited to just get back to it and like see everyone, like all of our fans, like you know, that the there was times where it got real dark during the pandemic and stuff and, and honestly like if it was not for our fans and our listeners that like kept us going while we were just putting out a, a, a here a song here and there and a cover here and there but like you know we we kind of went quiet for a while because you know we had to like figure out like what was actually happening you know and i went i i spiraled bad you know you're talking about mental health I, it was probably the darkest i'd ever like really kind of fallen because i yeah. thought that we had worked so hard to get to this point and then when everything went down i was like oh man is this gonna be it like you know that's where you know even songs like you know, Bloodline, which is the thing we're putting out, I, that was written kind of during that time. So there's a lot of that, like looking at the world and being like, is this what we're letting it get down to, man? Like it just got so crazy. But um, but I'm so excited to get back to just to to getting back to the the fans who like kept us afloat through all that, like kept me kept us alive through all that. And then you know, and it it's just cherries on top that we get to go out with two awesome bands like Icon and uh, Sumo Psycho. They're they're both really cool sounding bands i've been listening to them to kind of like prep myself for the sing-alongs at the tour you know just hanging yeah. out and listening to you know what i mean and, and you know they really do like they do their thing and i i can't wait to to get out there and see everybody man it's gonna yeah. be awesome and especially this is your first big tour in three years since the octane accelerator tour yeah. in 2019 um yes, sir. so i mean and like and like we talked we talked about that one earlier with uh ice nine kills and fit for a king <clears throat> mm-hmm. But that was a great fucking tour, and this is gonna be just as fucking good. Um, completely different side of the rock game with Icon for Hire right, versus, right. Uh, you know, a fucking you know Ice Nine. But still, um, it's gonna be a great fucking tour. You guys are gonna fucking light it up. Um, again, that go that kicks off um, June sixteenth in North Carolina, um, and then June seventeenth here in Baltimore. So I'll definitely have to be there for that one. Yeah, um, come say hi, man. We'll do a little. We'll, we'll catch up. Um, I'll have to email Shauna on that one. Um, um, and then Lancaster, PA, and then Williamsburg, New York, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, um, Michigan, Ohio, then back to Michigan, um, Minnesota, then Illinois. They're going fucking all over the place and then wrapping it up in July 22nd in Dallas, fucking Texas. Um, definitely check out Awake at Last Rock.com for more information on that. And, uh, Definitely check out all their different socials for Wicked Last to get all the latest information on the tour and other info. But guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's been a fucking blast. Thanks for having us. Man. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having thank you. Man. I'm glad we were, we got a chance to come chat it up, man. Absolutely. Looking forward to Baltimore now. We gotta catch yeah. up. We will definitely I will definitely be there June seventeenth in Baltimore. Um, but we'll definitely catch up then and until then guys, take care and uh we'll talk again soon. Thank you so much, my friend. No problem, guys. Have a good one. And take care. All right, you too now. Bye-bye. 
All right, and that were the guys from Wake at Last. I hope y'all have fucking enjoyed that amazing conversation. But definitely check out that tour with Icon for Hire again, kicking off June 16th in Greensboro, North Carolina at the Blind Tiger. And then um, they'll be all over the fucking place again, everywhere from Illinois, Maryland, Pennsylvania, New York, Iowa, Missouri, Colorado, Utah, Washington, California. They're everywhere. A complete U.S. tour. So definitely check them out anywhere you fucking can but that wraps it up for a friday eve edition of the show i hope y'all had a fucking great time and we'll be back again tomorrow tomorrow with breaking in a sequence yes we'll be back again tomorrow for a friday edition of the show with breaking in a sequence so definitely come back again tomorrow for that but until then we're gonna go out with the newest single from awake at last bloodline So, guys, we will be back again tomorrow again for Breaking in a Sequence. But until then, stay happy, stay healthy, stay fucking heavy. Here is the newest release from Awake at Last, Bloodline. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. We make the same mistakes Till we bend and break Is it all in our bloodline? Or is it failure Find a way to sleep tonight Manifest a different world inside my mind Destroy and create my thoughts, my fate The world has changed, are we too late? Over